You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Welcome to a Life in Ruins podcast, where we investigate the careers of those living a life in ruins. I am your host, Carlton Gover, and I am joined by my co-hosts, uh, David Ian Howe and Connor Johnnan. We are back with episode 131. It has been a minute since we've recorded an episode. Hey, we're we're back, un, unfortunately, for some people. <laughs> so yeah, we're all and this is the first time the three of us have been on an episode in ten years? Like months. Years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been months. Drop me a beat and I'll and I'll I'll, I'll rap about what, what's been going on. I can't I can't get, beatbox. I, Connor seems to have one ready to go. Oh, I can put on some lo fi beats. I'll give you I'll give you a track. I don't even know what the soundboard is anymore. I don't remember any of this stuff. There's a, a lot of Halo ones. No, yeah, I, I switched them out. What is this? Is that the is oh that the God. beat we're doing? No, it was the coffin song. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've been gone for months, faking our summer, getting, driving in a Hummer. Man, that piece gas, gas is high priced. We want to go back and play with Fisher Price. Here we are on our podcast, making rhymes, making people laugh. We got mad stuff about archaeology. Kanye West, man, he crazy. We got some stuff. We've been gone for a minute. Carlton's a professor. Connor is... Is it, no, I can't say that. Sorry. <laughs> not not as bad as I thought it would go. Not as that bad. Was a, but there, yes. there some there was some rhymes there. I'm uh, I am. It was topical. Um, yeah, no, I, it was proved. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I was trying to say our podcast was childish, like Fisher Price, and it didn't. It no, didn't that was end. good. That was a good. That was a good line. I was Fisher Price, man. Play school, play school. Yeah, no, excellent, good stuff. So, yeah, anyway, it has been a yeah, hot moment. On. I think it was necessary. We had, yeah. Well, part of that also was there was the um, for those that aren't aware, our producers Chris Webster and Rachel Roden took the month of October off, and so that's why we had some episodes not belonging to our podcast and then apparently just not episodes at all but we're we are we're back so this episode comes out i think thanksgiving weekend right so we're going to talk about topical stuff <laughs> topical things like, like the first thanksgiving of course no it's been uh episode 117 was the last one we were all together on i think which is wild that's a hot hot moment. people were like afraid we were breaking up yeah like genuinely well, concerned. <laughs> the talk of the town this summer at the at the field camp, someone would sit next to me and they're like, boy band issues? And I was like, no, like, like, we're fine. Carlton's just literally moving into a tenure track position. Connor's crying somewhere and I'm literally trying to film the coolest Clovis excavation that's ever been and I'm poor. <laughs> so it's like, what are we going to do? What can you do? You know what I mean? Okay, like, who's, who, who are we of NSYNC? Like... I'm the gay one. <laughs> I, I only know Justin Timberlake and Lance Bass. And I think Lance Bass is yeah, he the I, one. I, there's JT and the gay one. That's all I know. I'll take JT. I think we'll we'll give Carlton JT. No, I'll take I'll take uh, Justin. Isn't there another like JC? Uh, JC Shazay, dude. I saw him live at Summer Jam 2004. I don't even know who's in NSYNC. Uh, Which, uh, yeah, there's a, there's Rock there's City, there's JT and then there's JC Chat Chases, Chris Kirkpatrick, Joey Fatoni, and Lance Bass. Oh, I want to be I want to be Joey Fat One. Fatone. <laughs> Joey Fatone, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> they still have a website. I think they. Wow. I think they're touring. It's, they do still have a website. Are they actually I've seen some theories that people think boy bands were like trained by the CIA to like send like kind of like Civilization Four or Five send culture out to different countries, <laughs> like what K-pop's doing now. Pretty soon we're all gonna meet in Bulgogi. <laughs> uh, that's fun with me, man. I'll take. Bulgogi. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, 
So David, you have a new podcast. I well, I do and I don't. It's like whenever I get a chance to do it. So if you notice, the first one was out months ago, and the second episode was out months later. But yes, I, I wasn't actually going to plug that, but it's just on my YouTube. Just I no, we should absolutely to plug that because it's like good quality. I enjoyed watching you and Spencer talk. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, of course I watched it. Spencer is one of the most brilliant individuals I, like, I've ever spoken to. And like, I wanted to pick his brain about that stuff real bad. Yeah. But it's youtube.com slash David Ian Howe. And I mainly wanted to do it because I want to do the video aspect. And I want to be able to put what we're talking about over top of the, the thing. Whereas this podcast is like, we really can dive into like specific things. And I try to be less goofy, but I did just rap. So. <laughs> I did love that it's like filmed in like a place that we all have been to multiple times. You know, we've it all felt like slept there, shit there. <laughs> felt very at home. up there for a few of us. <laughs> some of us have eaten a whole yeah. pizza and fall asleep in a chair there. <laughs> um, oh, the time. It was, yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, I was really happy to see Spencer at the Plains Conference in Oklahoma City this year. Um, I hung out with dude. him, him a lot. And it was really cool to be now I'm on the board of directors with him. And it was really cool to kind of see him in that mode and feel as like more like a colleague. It was, it was cool to see. Cause that was, uh, it was weird. Where was that was this year? Oklahoma city. So I got to see some Pawnee folks, which was cool. I got to see my grandfather's portrait hanging up in the Capitol building. That was really awesome. And, uh, but yeah, like a lot of my friends who are still in grad school were treating me a little different now. And I'm like, I'm the same old idiot. They're like, no, you're not. You're, you're one of them now. I'm like, I don't know what that means. So now I, and so I hung out a lot with, with Spencer. So yeah, this, this has been a weird couple months of, of, uh, a new learning curve and, uh, or inclined to, to whatever, whatever I am now. So got to hang out with him a lot and it was was fun. Got to talk some fun stuff with him. And it was really cool to see him talk with Steve Holland, him and Steve Holland got together and had like a talk about Saruti and some of these other things. And it was really cool to just hear Spencer pick Steve's brain um, about those things. Has Steve Holland heard our episodes on Saruti? No. He probably shouldn't. No. (laughs) I I really like Steve. I'm working working on a project with Steve, and I don't want him to know the things that I said several years ago about that paper. Let's go ahead and take that episode off the air. (laughs) We can't. It's like after the Bob Kelly episode, that is the best episode we got. We, We stand by them. They're not a criticism specifically of him. No, just 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 some no, questions. We have some questions. We have some yeah. legitimate questions. We encored it, and like within the first three minutes, Carlton's like, "Yeah, he's a great archaeologist," but I mean, he likes. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> well, he's a great guy, great archaeologist. Weird, yeah, weird stuff. No, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's a he's a really cool cat. He did his uh, graduate work on Pawnee archaeology and stuff, and that was that was interesting. We had a whole Pawnee session at Plains this year. And uh, my uncle drove down from Pawnee with like one of my with one of my cousins, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Indiana. They got a, uh, huh? <laughs> Pawnee, Indiana. Parks and Rec joke there. Oh, yeah, I was like, I, okay. the <laughs> I well, now that I'm in Indiana, I was like, "Wait a second, what are you talking about?" No, they don't live in Indiana. Uh, no, from Pawnee, Oklahoma. And uh, and after the session, my uncle's like, "Get over here!" And I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm in trouble." And I, I was like, "What's going on?" He's like. And he just started asking me questions about the research. And I was like, oh, so did you like it? He's like, well, I didn't learn anything. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I already knew all that stuff. Like, it's really cool to see like white people know things we already know or learn things we already know. And I was like, I, that's a fair criticism. Because they were talking, <laughs> we were like, some of the sets were talking about like where pipes came from and the lodges. And he's like, yeah, we know. We brought that. It was, so it was like kind of fun. Um, room was did Matt come down? Matt Reed, the tipo? He did come down. He he was nice. part of our session. And also, um, we had a reception at the Oklahoma Historical Society, which was a gorgeous building. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like in an old warehouse and it was just going to be dingy, but it is this gorgeous building. And then Matt like curated all these materials, like this whole the Native American section he did. And it was like nuts. Oh, they haven't really changed this that much. It's like the Pawnee star charts, like hanging on the ceiling with black lights. And he has all this stuff there. And there's like my family stuff. There's quotes from my family, photographs of my family. Oh, I, I fucking love this museum. I said, great. <laughs> Is that oh, like yeah, that? Dude. 
Is that like the one that's like brand new and like sweet and that he was talking about in our episode? I think so, because he was working there at least with the past two decades. I don't know. Matt listens to this, too. So it's like <laughs> I will get a text message when this comes out if I've said anything wrong. Um, but now he worked there before becoming Tippo. So at least within the past 20 years, he was there. I don't know when the building was made, but it does look post 1990s. So you said you were getting like a lot of like respect from people and like notoriety from them. How's that feel? I don't know if it's respect. Um, <laughs> I think it's just, <laughs> I think it's an acknowledgement that I'm no longer one of the grad students. I think that's, that's it. how it, it is, which has been weird. Um, cause now it's like, I'm in a, I'm in a different space and there's different expectations of how I conduct myself, which is fine. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you, and you, I think we talked off air a little bit about this. So you feel like there's a transition of like people you're friends with because of this, not, not like on purpose, but it's just things change and yeah i have to be careful to now yeah i have to be really careful even like because mac and emily go here have been on the podcast and like they're some of my closest friends and even how i interact like i can't gossip with them about the department and they can't do the same with me so like now things we used to talk about no longer allowed to talk about they had a halloween party yeah. and there were grads other grad students that came and i was kind of just hung out on the porch most of the time by myself because it's like i can't get tanked or you know it's like this is weird and like doug before i left doug gave me like a list of rules that he learned about you know navigating those spaces so it's weird and even like uh, another friend of ours here um, she needs someone on her committee and i've been extraordinarily resistant i'm like you know way too much about my personal life like this is not okay it's like it would be the only thing worse would be if like one of you two came here and I was on your committee. Like, there's just no fucking way. There's no respect there. Like, there's just like, no, shut up, idiot. Like, there's none of like, that's not a thing. But like, people are pushing them. Well, you should have Carlton on your committee. And they're like, he's our friend. Like, that's going to really mess with the dynamic. So it's it's been odd in that sense. But weirdly enough, I've been getting more practice now that I'm affiliated with the underwater archaeology program um a lot of the undergrads from the underwater science have asked me to be on their committee and i'm working more Shout closely with McAllister. yeah maddie McAllister. she's coming back in that way uh so i've been working closely with undergrads and their big thing is like um the director of that program wants me because of my collaborative work and so like the first thing i did went with some of these students so i was like we're going to delete the term prehistory and prehistoric out of your vocabulary because that needs to change and so that's been help so i'm getting more in that mentorship role with undergrads, which I'm already used to as a grad student. But like, even the way I dress, like I try to dress nice because like the amount of times, even some of my colleagues mistake me for a graduate student. There's, there's no yeah. pink tank tops happening. <sighs> no pink tank top. No tie dye. Like even just flannel tucked in is like, you know, a professor look, you know, but it separates the men from the Wyoming. Boys, not, not here. Like you're, we're talking about like my department is a lot of Chicago, Berkeley and Ivy league grads who like dress oh, up, shit. dress up. Like a tie every day. I mean, I don't. I don't go hard. I usually just wear slacks and like a button-up T-shirt, and that usually does it. Put my hair in a bun, brush my beard. That's yeah, you know, about it. Is it is it nice to do that? Do all this without having to teach classes, like as an added stress upon that? Or is I that... wish I could teach because like that's that's kind of kept me away from the department, like meeting people and like getting to know the community more. because I'm not teaching. So I do mostly like I'm working on papers and projects and I've, I've spent a lot of time meeting people around campus. So not so I like I'm always asking everyone from my department to go get coffee with me to talk research. I'm meeting with people in like the underwater sciences program, Earth and Atmo, folklore, the archive of traditional music so i'm always meeting with folks so i've been trying to keep my time and by building community and i've reached out to like shippo the state archaeologist and other archaeologists around the state that i am here and i and i'm would like to do more stuff here in indiana and also some of the affiliate campuses through the indiana system because it's not just iu bloomington there's iu indiana there's iu so one system spread out throughout the state and so and they have some archaeology departments spread out so i'm like just trying to reach out and build those connections so that's that's been kind of the major part of my work but the since i'm in two departments the amount of emails i get is 
staggering. Intense. So there's like faculty meetings. There's also museum yeah, staff right. meetings. And then since I'm one of the only BIPOC professors on campus, which is ridiculous thing to say, like I get asked to do a lot of service and, and my opinion matters on things. And there's only, I'm one of five, I'm, I'm one of like four enrolled native faculty in this campus of 50,000 undergrads. And I think like one of nine people of indigenous descent. Not a big depth chart, <laughs> you know. So we get so for Native American People's Month, which is November this month, like I got asked to do a lot of things, you know. And uh, yeah, but it's actually been really cool because I've reached out a lot to Heather Rockwell and to Spencer and to Eric, and it's been an interesting. Well. Eric has been helpful. It, it, it has been a transition because like I. I don't know how to describe it because I, I had a perception of what professors were like in professor politics as a grad student. And it's, and it's not that it is, it is yeah. fundamentally different. Like there is like a, there is a curtain on the other side. And once you make that, it's a whole different world of politics and professors know more than I think graduate students know, but they can't talk to grad students. Like there's this weird, like, there is department politics. There is a department plan to deal with things, but they have to deal with it internally. And quite frankly, it's not the grad student's business of some of the things that they're worried about. And they're, it, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like there's just, it's, it's just different. Like there's a lot more thought. Yeah. That goes and, on. and sometimes you can, yeah. I feel like as a grad student, you can, you can feel that stuff leaking out a little bit. Like you can get some of that stuff that's going on above your head and you're like, Oh, someone's doing this or a drama here or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But now you're like you're involved in all those talks. Yeah. Like you are yeah. very much privy to that. And it's 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 interesting. Like we a lot of our faculty meetings are dealing with like higher up campus initiatives and like trying to decide, like navigate the department for like the next decade. Like those are things I never thought of. Like they're really playing the long con here of trying to just survive and really looking at the decline of academia and and trying to navigate cuts and so yeah it's a long game and it's crazy and i'm like oh i'm not prepared for these conversations like i just got here kind of stuff well speaking of not being prepared for something i got some anecdotes to tell you guys in the next session about you carlton or i guess the podcast in general sweet and we'll be right back with episode 131 to hear those anecdotes where are you and i'm so sorry (laughs) <laughs> I cannot sleep. No, I cannot dream, dream tonight. tonight. <laughs> Cause tonight is the night that I will fall for I will you. Fall you over again. <laughs> That's it. Uh, we are back. Yeah. We're back, ready to fill your feeds and get emails from people saying that we're a 14-year-old girl sleepover. Can't wait. But you know, we weren't there at the 14-year-old girl sleepover. Just clarifying on that. Uh, anyway, so here's the deal. I was at... This, this is weird, guys. This is weird. And like, this counts for all of us, not just me. But having not been in academia or being around like, you know, our our archaeology family in years being just like with Chris and Augusta, I'm always like, man, like I wonder what people think of our work or like, are we just goofy idiots and stuff like that? And I went to the summer all summer with these people and they were like, Oh my God, like you're David Ian Howe, like all the grad students, like Bob showed everyone your, your thesis. And I was like, Oh God, I thought he hated it. They were like, no, he loves it. He shows it to everybody. And I was like, damn. Um, Jacob uh, Arnson, great guy. We've been flitting up together. Said he went to Wyoming because of the podcast. Like it was part of what convinced him there. That was crazy. And here's another crazy thing, guys, that you'll feel weird about. You know at Laprell in the big, the big excavation block? Well, they bring the field school students in, and all the field school students are just standing there on like the ledge looking at us dig while they're introducing us. And I was like, oh my God these are children. <laughs> like I am so old. Like, and like I'm in, like, a, and the people see me as like, cause I'm friends with Spencer, friends with Todd. I know Maddie really well. So they see me as like an upper person, like people see Carlton, but I'm not a professor. So it's odd. The funniest thing about this though, was during the introductions, Todd was introducing everybody and he was like, name your favorite potato dish. And I was like, okay, my name's David. I guess latkes, because everyone else had said like fries and baked potatoes. (laughs) 
and then uh, Todd was like, he's our, um, well, I, I'll do Spencer first. He was like, this is Spencer. He's the state archaeologist. And Bob butts in. He's like, well, he's also a Wyoming a Wyoming alumni and PhD. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then it got to me and Todd was like, here's David, our resident podcaster and micro celebrity something, something. And then I was like, yeah, I do internet stuff. And I guess I like latkes was my like answer. And then Bob was like, well, David is also a Wyoming alumni. He did his master's here and it was, a, it was seminal work. And I was just like trying to reduce it because it's so embarrassing to say that we're internet people. But later on, two of the students came up to me and they're like, wait, you're, you're the Life in Ruins guy? And I was like, yeah, like I'm David. Carlton's like the main host. And they're like, yeah, like I listen every week. I didn't realize that was you. And I was like, oh God. And like, all of them had heard of ruins and even guest people that came were like, so what's your podcast? And like a new professor at Wyoming was like, I love the podcast. And I was like, I, I can't handle this. I'm going to throw up. Wow. And like, <laughs> People listen to it, man. And it's like, it's weird. <laughs> I met a dude last two nights ago. He works. He's an archaeologist with the Department of Natural Resources, the DNR. And he's like, oh, you're Carlton from Life and Ruins. And I'm like, how? Like, I don't know this guy. I'm like, how do you know? This? Oh, I listen to podcasts. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of a bummer because I listen on my government phone and the government censors the podcasts that have cursing on it. So I guess there's some mechanism like when we started cursing again, like so he only has like a window. But he was like because he was talking to me about um, like genetics and like language. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that stuff's cool. He's like, well, this is what you said on the podcast. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, no, I listen to Life yeah. in Ruins. And like, I remember this episode. I'm like. I have no idea what you're talking about. And like pulled it up. It's like, dude, I don't even remember the episodes. Like I recorded like a week before. Yesterday. And I was like, I forgot this whole interview happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like a, there's like a physical blackout that happens every time you record something like in this little room. And it was like, a great I remember interview. just, yeah, 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 it's all great, but it's like I don't remember any of this stuff because we were recording like for any back, of the episode. back to back. Like I was like trying to do like because I've been writing out emails lately, and I'm trying to get more people like have episodes like the Lana and Ella stuff, like people from the similar backgrounds, so they can just meet and chat, so we don't have to do anything. And then I was like going trying to like, well, you should listen to their episode. And I'm like, man, it felt like like I was going through like Maddie McAllister stuff. I'm like, I thought we just interviewed her like a couple months ago, and it's been like over a year. And I'm like, oh, damn, yeah, we definitely need to have her back on. Or I was like, when was the last time Marina Bashi was on? It was like episode 36. Yeah, like there's like some of those people from like early. Like I still think we're in episode 30s for some reason. Like that's I have a blackout from like after Settlers of Saruti up until Call Sign Butcher, which apparently we like recorded in May. Call Sign Butcher. We got to get Vinny Bag of Donuts back on here and talk about lumping and splitting because that's going to be a good one. (laughs) Yeah, We've been doing this for three years, guys. Vinny Bag of Donuts. He's my Bag of Donuts guy. <laughs> is it Damien Kirkwood? Is that I can't remember. Uh, we no, need to have no, him we, back he, he just got a new job, yeah. Uh, shout out Damien. He just got... Also, also, shout out Ann Stevens, by the way. You were the one that said that you listened to the show. Also, you were a genuinely like, cool, good person to talk to. Appreciated that. Hell yeah. And yeah, Damien, shout out, just got the new... Was it GIS manager? Shippo? He's, uh, the, he's the whole Shippo manager. or the. Oh, Judy stepped out? Well, Judy's been yeah. gone for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, since so, we're doing shout outs, can like real quick. Wyoming uh, uh, alumni oh. are killing it, by the way. Like, where Spencer's the state art, Carlton's immediately got a job. Uh, Connor's like GIS whiz. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Maddie, we're an invasion force. Maybe. We're an officially yes. an invasion force. Yes, we are. Just a real quick shout out. So, we haven't answered emails in a long time so uh rich did you see matt get, stern's mom's email yeah i did so <laughs> so rich we'll get back to you with those with with those stickers and Broadus. we always love when you when you comment we will look into your email the idiot's guide to american upper paleolithic we're on it amy <laughs> would love like to talk all our old laundry yeah it's i mean i'm looking at stuff from like august i'm like amy we'll get back to you about the oh, santa no. fe institute Lindsay, also on it thank you so much for the links like i just felt bad because like the one time we get like in a plethora of emails people wanting us was like the two months we were just not around all right well carlton's gone so it's just me and cjz or no uh J- C- spiral out cj i can't get any of these names right C- cjz 
So what do you think about Kanye? <laughs> Who side are you on in this whole Russia Ukraine thing? Kanye's. <laughs> anyway, how was your summer, man? How are things going for you? Oh, it's good. Good, good, good. Very busy summer up here. Lots of work, lots of stuff. Um, I think we talked about a little bit on it the last podcast or like the podcast where we advise people not to go into cultural resources. Yeah. Remember that and one? I went right into cultural resources. <laughs> yeah. And then you did like, you know, three months of monitoring in the middle of nowhere. I got some money, which was very much needed and it was awesome. And it's kind of cool work because you're like, if they do find something like I want to be here to see it. And I also got to interact with the tribal monitor awesome guy and we talked like all day about Arapaho history and like just great interaction I wouldn't have had without that job and I was like in the field working with indigenous people so anyways yeah we have emails to catch up on we weren't ignoring you we will get back to you guys as soon as possible thank you guys so much for emailing us you just emailed us during a weird time so we can move on from that whole thing so yeah no it's cool to see how successful Wyoming grads are um, and what everyone's what, what's up to it's a cool thing yeah Carlton, you cut out, but I was talking about working with that tribal monitor. Um, yeah. I really want you guys to talk. He was a he was a genuinely cool dude. And it was really funny, too. He was talking about, like, all this Arapaho tradition and, like, things like that and how to respect artifacts and how they get their – he used the term Indian name, but, like, I don't know what you guys – I guess it differs per nation. And then I was like, so what are your kids' names? And he named them after <laughs> the guitarist and the drummer from Metallica. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. James and Lars, uh, <laughs> something like that. Was it Metallica or it was another band? But anyway, yeah, That's funny. Connor was retelling us about his summer. I did nothing. <laughs> I went to Hawaii and contemplated life. It was great. Um, yeah, that was. I would go back in a second. Not not really any archaeology there, but that I was aware of, or we did. Um, but it was. It was fun. I uh, that kind of started the break. I think of us being like, "Yeah, let's take a month off." It was like yeah. ten days of me in Hawaii, and then Carlton making small moves across the country. So oh, it was, yeah. and then the whole network took a month off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, series of timeouts. If Shane is listening like to this, I want I want to let it be known. I'm still super disappointed that we're not going to Puerto Rico in two weeks for thanksgiving i was so excited for that we tried to get you to rope into like a a, a trip through the south come on like hopping in a car together with it's, the boys driving not, through this hot south in the winter it was come not on. not the same vibe i had i was <laughs> the same thing as Puerto Rico. It, it is not let's the same thing as christmas like, though i'm going to italy like for me, christmas Jesse, Shane, you're going to italy i'm going to italy for what reason I'm meeting up with my Ukrainian colleagues to talk about our 3D scanning and uh, artifact uh, digitization project. You're going to meet Ola Palutova? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I, I think I'm with you. Uh, do you want to? Yeah, I'm meeting up with Simon in Italy. Oh, no, yeah, I'm not meeting up. Meet up. I've been to Italy. I speak Italian. Let's do this. Uh, all right, sweet. I'm going to, I think we're meeting up in uh, Turin. Like some uh, Gabagool. Gabagool. I mean, I guess you're not I, making I, a pit stop in Spain, or I'm not making a pit stop in Spain. Maybe on the way back. <laughs> Maybe on the way back. But I'm going to Spain Maybe first to meet up with. Sure. I mean, I'm going. I'm going to. We're going to uh, Turin first, and then we're going to go to. Um, what's the place with the canals? Venice. Venice, yeah. Venice to meet up with another colleague, and then back, and then um, Lisbon for SHAs, and fly home. Damn, the SHAs are in. The Society Lisbon. for Historical Archaeology is in Lisbon. Lisbon. Yeah. You can oh, sleep on the floor. Be, if, you um, can, if you guys want uh, to fly uh, out for that, just sleep on the floor of my hotel room. I'll cover it. How, well, how much is a flight? I might actually do that. I have no idea. <laughs> Once again, I'm having my Ukrainian friends, dude. Like, they're, they're cool. Yeah. If you want to come out to Italy, I don't, I think Simon might come out what to SHA. He was talking about maybe, maybe. That's, that's down the road. Well, I would love to participate in like, you know, body recovery at some point because like I literally am specialized in that. But yeah, the war has to end first. Yeah, to start recovering that. But no, I'll keep you in mind for that. But yeah, let's let's talk outside the podcast on coordinating 
uh, if you guys are serious about meeting up in northern Italy after, I think right after Christmas, I think I'm flying out the 27th. I just couldn't justify two weeks in Italy to my department to spend research money because then it's like that's kind of vacation and they're not wrong. So one week of just strictly research. Tell you something about Italy real quick though. Yeah. I got a cab driver and I speak Spanish enough and I grew up hearing Italian so I I could pick out what was going on. Um, And also, by the way, if you can't get something across, just say it in Spanish. They'll figure it out. I had a cab driver in Rome who asked me, and I believe to what he said was, do you want, like, do you have a lady for the night? And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm good. And then he was like telling me where to go in different parts of the city to find it. And he was like, just make sure you don't go into the hotel room or you don't go through the lobby with them. And I was like, I feel unsafe in this car. And then the man proceeds (laughs) to pull over near the, he was taking me to the Coliseum, pulls over, honks his horn at a a beautiful woman and goes, mama mia. And then just kept (laughs) driving. And I'm like, this is is really happening. (laughs) and another quick anecdote uh, i had a guy taking me to the conference where i met angela and he asked me what archaeology i was doing because i I got that across but i couldn't like explain the details so i used google translate and i said that we studied dogs in the past and he was like why then he like points (laughs) to like the coliseum and he's like isn't this a little more and he was like looking for the word then he was like brillo and i was like yeah it is a little more cool you know to like have a coliseum but like i like dead dogs so what <laughs> so let's sue me maybe i That's can meet up with go. uh hattori hanzo if he'll come up to milan or or turn <laughs> yeah yeah no let's talk let's coordinate man it'd be a fun time we could get in some trouble because i'm gonna be there over new year's that's what i'm kind of stoked about um yeah it should be it's fun be wild yeah uh, I'm just excited to see the lights and just be in Europe. I'm I'm excited to for the social media and dating app aspect. <laughs> I need new pictures. In Italy. In Italy. Yeah. Well, let me know when you go because I, I might I might come with you. Yeah, no, I'll send you the itinerary. Yeah, it's fine. Cool. Do you think they'll let me um, out of the country? <laughs> Our On that note, or Italy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gotcha. And welcome back to episode 131. So, uh, getting us back on track for those that have still made it through this far, because clearly there's no <laughs> real archaeology content. Just a heads up, we have sent out a bunch of invites to get people on. So, Joe Watkins, Sonia Adele. Joe Watkins, um, wow. Yeah. Jane Lee Thompson. Uh, and then I also reached out to Rebecca Lamb and um, Kay Matena, the two indigenous uh, tattoo archaeologists, to come back for like Ooh, a, a joint episode. I'm excited for that. Maddie McAllister has agreed to come back. Excited. <laughs> She's the been under the sea. And uh, Lewis Bork. And there's a couple other folks. I sent like 10 invites out. And so, and there's also uh, some outstanding ones from earlier that we. Needed to, to you and I have a whole Lord of the Rings episode that hasn't aired yet. It comes out. Um, <laughs> it, it will be the episode that precedes this one. And we should probably okay. like part two of that because we recorded that like after episode three and it's been like Jeez. weeks since the series has like ended. <laughs> like yeah. we have, right. Uh, um, that was meant to come out a while ago. And that was pre like. Um, huh? I was, that was pre like the big reveals, like a couple of the big yeah. archaeological things, right? Galadriel, dude. Um. Anyway, also, uh, 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 what's the bad guy's name? Howler. Um. Before he reveals himself. Oh God, damn it! Hal- Halbrand. That's a Halbrand. That's what it is. I was like, damn, they cast that guy good. Um, you guys should take a picture of Carlton. <laughs> I know he's frozen. Uh, <laughs> while you guys are waiting on Carlton to unfreeze, I also want to invite Jarell Kohler on here. He is the uh, the indigenous archaeologist I was working with. Uh, well, the indigenous uh, tribal monitor I was working with. Oh, he's not an archaeologist. Uh, I also met a lovely person at LaPrell who does climate research. She used to be a Wyoming master's student, or I think PhD. And she does like climate like lobbying in D.C. That would be a great episode to have. Um, and there are two other people that, shout out McKenna Latinsky, was telling me to get on the show. And there are several master's students at Wyoming that once they finish, we can have them on the show and 
do their yeah, Dave, um, uh, research. Yeah, the other Dave Anderson's um, penciled in. Oh, um, DGA, DGA19. Yeah, and then uh, Irida Tomacic, she's going to be on here after her research is concluded. I think she's back from Europe, so she'll be on here. Looks like we got some a letter out to Delaney Cooley from University of Oklahoma. Yeah, so it's, it's exciting. We are making new content. We are going places. It will not just be chaos and us singing punk songs and or dropping yeah. sick beats every episode. <laughs> is, oh, shit. Is it still recording? Fuck, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what is up with with my audio. I want to, I guess, plug real quick while we got time is I got contacted. I mean, you guys are aware of this, but by a company. It's a ex Nat Geo producer has like this little small short film company. And they asked me to be like, make a little short film, which ended up just being a three minute Instagram film. But in, in this day and age, that's considered a short film apparently um, on. And the question was like, how are other species different from us? And I like worked all summer at it and I finally finished it. And that airs, I think November 25th. So hell yeah. Congrats brother. Kind of cool. So I'll make sure to plug the pod in the comments on that one because it's like a collaborative post. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Lots, of, lots of lots of stuff happening. Um, is the yeah. short film becoming shorter because of, of TikTok and our attention spans? This is on the Spencer and I talked about the other day. Yeah, it's like people can't like a YouTube video. It's either like you got to commit to a half hour YouTube video while you're eating your breakfast, or you have to watch something that's a short. Otherwise, you have no attention span for it. And like, that's where the world's coming to. So, and I think Matt Stern talked about this too. You got to rope people in within the first three seconds or they're not watching it. And like, that's a damn shame. <laughs> yeah, we're hitting like, there's that scene from Wally with all those fat people in the chairs with all the lights. <laughs> we're hitting that point. And like, I need yeah, to get a little lower and then I can, then I'll yeah. really no, fit it. it. I welcome that future, dude. Yeah, we like, I saw somebody on a Jazzy at Walmart use a gopher grabber to pick something up that they dropped. And I was like, I'm trying to, I want to be at that level, like in the future. Like I want a gopher grabber attached to my arm that I can just, I don't have to bend over anymore. Do you know how, how difficult tying your shoes is? <laughs> like it's a hassle. Let's just go like go, go gadget. You might as well, you know, I'm doing all right. I go to the gym every morning. I'm a little flexible. Like I don't mind that stuff anymore, but like, yeah, pre coming out to Indiana, bending over sucked. Yeah, I don't know. Since I was a kid, I just like I'd rather not tie my shoes ever. It's like such a task. Yeah. <laughs> That's get, why like, I get the little zip ups. Yeah. I got those. Yeah, I got those zip up boots. Although I blew through another pair, so I got to order another one. I was like, "Why are my feet wet?" I'm like, "Oh, the soles are gone again." Cool. Wear the mm. hell out of those things. Yeah. What else is going on in archaeology in general? I don't. I don't know. Essays is coming up. Portland. 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 We get to hang out. Oh, we can do a live show with Stefan Milo. Stefan Milo's coming. His, his well, of course he'll be there. It's Portland. Or we'll just go to his uh, house. His seventh appearance on the podcast. <laughs> you got to pay him at this point. Yeah. He's alive. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Isn't it? it is Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> I really <laughs> like it's it's Tuesday. About <laughs> <laughs> Queen. My dad like really liked that episode. He thought that was a yeah. Really, no, really that was good. a that was that was a fun episode. I learned a lot. Like even just like looking up stuff for that episode. No, I mean a lot of our guests are going to be there. Like we should actually probably throw down like send an invite to everyone. Like hey, we're throwing in a life and ruins meetup like host like a meetup. Yeah, yeah. So we should figure out yeah, a night David's that's not shots and he'll be as drunk as Connor and Carlton after seven. Why would you be worse? Audios that would be the night drink, just a bucket okay. of audios. I have a very important question, Carlton. Yeah, How do you go? Yeah, we should maybe get a booth. My important question is. Booth. Okay, we're not we're not getting a booth. Uh, <laughs> how do you get an audio motherfucker into a staff get together? I don't not know. I have like trash. I have no idea. I mean, it probably it looks like blue Gatorade. I could probably just put in a blue Gatorade bottle, and I just could not sit next to anyone because they could just smell. <laughs> What is the it? alcohol? People lighting it's, cigarettes near it. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, so this is funny. So Mac and Emily got married uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I I behaved myself. 
So we had a couple buzz balls because I was a groomsman. Like we just drinking, drinking Coors Lights beforehand. I paced myself real good. Then we went to the bar afterwards, and like I was ordering those. And I, there was a point in the night when someone's like, "We're leaving. Carlton is coming with us." And like there was that voice inside the back back of my head is like, "You need to go now, or else you won't remember getting <laughs> home." But apparently, like I I bought a brand new Audios motherfucker and I already closed out. And I just looked at Emily's dad. I was like, "Put it on his tab." And uh, <laughs> the next morning got a Venmo request from him. He's like, what is this? I was like, I really don't remember doing that, man. And he's like, because he was asking, him, he was like, who orders this drink? Like, what is this? She's like, that was Carlton. It's only one person that could be. <laughs> yeah, it's only one person who did that because I was drinking those that night. They didn't even have karaoke. I was just like, I had a Touch Tunes app on my phone from Lynch and I was like, I, I, I spent $50 on songs at the bar and I would just get up on stage and just start just screaming songs that I was playing. Like I put wagon wheel on like seven times in a row, just sitting there, just screaming. <laughs> I had such a good night. It was a fun time. Yeah, Everyone no, we should still alive and kicking it. So that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should definitely, I think people would enjoy that. Like we should have a night. So that's not at the roundup and not during the native reception, which I have to host. So whenever night, maybe a Saturday night, but then and then see who's there because like a bunch of our guests have to be going yeah yeah i mean surely maddie McAllister, maybe not but maybe not we'll, we'll um, put it on our um, our socials though yeah we could also just email everyone we should send bob an official invite like uh dr kelly uh we were wondering if you will be attending this year's SCAs because there will be a life and ruins guest it's a black black tie event. Hour, black tie black tie <laughs> i bonded event. with bob this summer cooking bok choy uh, really? It was like the weirdest situation, but I was like, we were talking and he was like, where's your family from? And I was like, upstate. Good talk. <laughs> 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 All right, my mom's from the city. What's well, that? My yeah. dad doesn't, doesn't drink. And he was like, good for him. As I was drinking a gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob. I remember like we, the first holiday party went, he had, there was like fermented, like, soda or something there and he couldn't drink that it was like a tea maybe and i remember heather being super cool like, hey bob i have this tea for you he's like it's fermented i can't drink this I'm like oh sorry because he's he's baha'i right he's baha'i um, interesting no ferment, yeah no fermentation no caffeine dude's clean as a well, clean as a catholic nun that the, the caffeine thing man is what would get me like, I think that would kill me first. Booze would eventually get me, but... I drank I coffee function. for the first time in, like, months the other day. I had a pumpkin spice coffee. And, like, let me tell you, I was very productive that day. I see why people do it. I, I'm straight black coffee now, man. Because I was... It was wrecking... I, I mean, I took yeah, one look at what a vanilla latte was, and it was, like, 350 calories. And, like, that's one of my snacks. Like, I, And it's not filling. I can't do that. So I'm straight Dude, black there's coffee a now. Lot of calories and things. Like, uh, now that I'm calorie counting and looking at macros, yeah, like I'm surprised. Like today though, like I forgot to bring my protein bars, and my shakes, and my peanuts, and so like I did get home and I ordered a pizza, and that was like uh, that was at noon. I haven't eaten since because I can't go over my budget. Yeah. Your body's like, yeah, americanos are a good alternative too because it's just hot water right. and and espresso. espresso. Mm, that's true. Yeah, it's the good stuff. Yeah, it's. It's wild when you start looking into that stuff. About, oh, oh, sorry. Podcast about food and cuisine. We should get J2E on. You should. My whole department. That's like my department's focus is like food and anthropology. Yeah. One of my colleagues grows Tio Sinte as part of her peace garden. It was like three meters tall. It just rocketed. I was I, like, it was not corn and just using that word, or is it like a specific? No, it's like dancing? specific ancestral teosinte before maize, cool. like the wild, wild version of corn. Like I didn't even know it existed, and she was like showing me pictures. I was like, holy shit! How big are the cobs? They're not big, right? They're I didn't they're see the cobs. Small. I just saw the stalks. Yeah, but I think there's only yeah, I think there's only like two rows if that, and like two couple kernels. It's nuts. Yeah, no, it's corn. I really like corn. What do you like it's about corn? corn? I just realized that. Yeah, it's corn. Yeah, dude. Can't understand songs without like seeing the lyrics, and on TikTok, it's like real hard. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, 
You didn't you didn't catch that the whole time the, the corn thing was happening? No. I thought it was saying oh. it's cold. And they even started corn hub. Um, oh, 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 oh. I was at the bar the other day and somebody was telling me they went to a lecture at the psychology department in Wyoming and they talked about porn usage. And apparently Wyoming, uh, of all states, has the longest amount of time spent per like page. I don't know what exactly that means he was trying to explain, but we were like, maybe it's the internet connection. Like it gets stuck and like they watch the same video for like 10 minutes. There's 200,000 like, people in that state. And I imagine like one person that just has just like one just Girl. one person who just never just as an infinite loop is driving up those numbers. Like that <laughs> state, it's, you can't compare like anything population wise between Wyoming and somewhere else. Cause that's like the most per cap of everything. Cause there's like four people in most there's towns out there. Yeah, there's absolutely yeah, more cows. Yeah. There's more people in the County. I grew up in Northern Virginia in the entire state of Wyoming. I do like to think I do like to think of like the it'd be like dial up internet. So that like a ten minute video really would take like thirty minutes or so with all the buffering. Where the guy just had one model he really liked. Or girl. Um who knows? But um speaking of small numbers in Wyoming, it was kind of an awkward thing, but we were standing at the food line at uh Laprell and <laughs> Paris looks at me and Todd and she goes, wow, this is the most Jews in Wyoming. <laughs> like, I thought to laugh and he was like, <laughs> Rich thought that was very funny. I bet Rich thought that was very funny. That's amazing. Rich is the man, dude. I also got to hang with Danny Walker most of the summer. Let me tell yeah. you, I love that man. Like, He's getting old and his back doesn't like he can't walk so well. And like I was trying to help him out as much as I could, but like just a, a wealth of knowledge, genuinely good man. And I saw him, no joke, Carlton. I don't know if I told you this story. He comes up full, full regalia, like backpack, walking stick. I'm assuming a beeper on, on his belt, a GPS, a compass, and like an actual canteen and his hat. And he has a little log and he shows me what's in it. And he's like, I'm going to go find where that mammoth is on that railroad trestle. Cerebell's wrong. And then just treks off into the distance. And I was like, I'm, I'm never going to see this man again. <laughs> and then he walked all back. the way to Plains. Because oh. <laughs> I saw him at Plains conference. I was like, what's up, Danny? Yeah. He's the man. He's so funny because he... Yeah, no, he's like the cool caricature thing. of like an old academic. Like if I he's picture someone Sam. like, yeah, like if I picture someone who's like old and has like seen some shit, like it's Danny Walker. Yeah, and for no, the audience nah. who doesn't know, yeah, this man is a a, a old guy. I mean, he's probably like seventy, about my height. And to give you an example of this man's just ingenuity, he brings a picnic chair, has a sharpened plunger. And then puts the sharpened end into the ground and the top of the plunger <laughs> holds a beer can perfectly. And he's like, used it for 25 years. <laughs> All right, Danny. <laughs> I got to see Marcel at Plains, which was really cool. And then he also, he was also at Mac and Emily's wedding. Oh yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. I hung out with, with Marcel at the wedding for, for quite a bit. It was a blast having he's him a there. Fun guy, dude. It was, it was oh, a fun time. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, no, it's really cool to see that he's doing so well. I'm excited to see him at SAs. All right. On that lovely note. Yep. This is. Uh, no. No, no, no. Fair enough. Sorry. This, it's been like it's been like 17 episodes of not getting enough. All of us bullshitting together. So we just like spit it all into one. So this yeah. is like a condensed like makeup for like the last fourteen yeah. episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have actual archaeology episodes coming up. <laughs> we do have some good ones, um, but for those of you who have stuck with us and have been listening like every week, and I know a lot of people messaged me about like the weeks that we weren't here, like when the podcast was, or the network was airing other ones. Like I appreciate you sticking through. Um, we're still staying together. We're doing this podcast. I think we decided we're gonna do some episodes alone with a guest here and there, yep. but try to do them all together. Yeah. So we got some good content coming. 
yeah no i'm i'm excited man that should be a fun time i just yeah on that note um if you're listening to us on the all shows plead please consider following our own show subscribing to our show downloading our show life ruins podcast because it helps us gain um, numbers so we can get advertisers and sponsors to help us grow and promote the show because anything listened to and downloaded on the all shows feed actually doesn't help us so if you really like our show please support us email us at life ruins podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or guest suggestions and yeah it's uh, we're, we're back ready for some content and uh, please 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 rate and review the podcast i say it every week and i know you guys just like kind of tune it out but rating and reviewing a podcast helps the algorithm on Spotify and iTunes. And if you want our podcast to do well, literally just hit one star. All you got, well, I mean, maybe hit a few more than that. Add four. But it, it helps us out, like, incredibly. Yeah, I, we have five stars on iTunes right now. Hell yeah. I checked today. We're doing it. We have some really good comments and feedback. You know, guys, please keep doing it. And we have five stars on fucking Spotify. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. We were we were teetering on that four star from that first review we got early on that was like, this is garbage humbug. Oh, one thing. A few podcasts back, I said I was invulnerable to COVID and I was immune because I drank out of the bottle Carlton drank out of when he got COVID. And I was like, how did I not get it? Must be immune. Store narrator, he was wrong. I got COVID <laughs> wicked bad when I was in New York. It was bad. Anyway. Yeah, and with that, we are out. Thanks for listening to a Life in Ruins podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at a Life in Ruins podcast, and you can also email us at a Life in Ruins podcast at gmail.com. And remember, make sure to bring your archaeologists in from the cold and feed them beer. And now if you stuck with us this long, it's time for Connor's witty joke. Connor, what joke do you have for us today? Okay, you guys have a choice. There's a Lord of the Rings one and there's a non-Lord of the Rings one. Lord of the Rings one. Okay. I'm (laughs) pro-life. That's my joke. I'm not. (laughs) Watch that shit out. Okay. (laughs) I don't care how goth your friend is. Melkor is more goth. Oh, This episode was produced by Chris Webster from his RV traveling the United States, Tristan Boyle in Scotland, DigTech LLC, Cultural Media, and the Archaeology Podcast Network, and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.